1: Azzy, I want to get back to you now, personally. I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about your amateur boxing career. You went to the Commonwealth Games in Melbourne in 2006. How, how yeah. was that for you? How was that experience? Who was, who was on the team with you at the Commonwealth Games? And yeah, how just how was it out in Australia all them years ago? I know it was a long time wow. ago now. Mate, it was absolutely amazing. Like I say, it's the best experience I've ever had in my life out, of, out of fighting. Like, I
3: haven't made loads of money, but I have done? I've got loads of experiences and travelled all over the world and met loads of people. Um, You know, it's been amazing. So, But, yeah, the Commonwealth Games was absolutely fantastic. I had Matthew Edmonds. I don't know if you know him. He fought for a British, fought Jason Booth or one of the Booth brothers at the time who we were very good boxers. Unfortunately, I think Nicky's died now, hasn't he? Not too long ago, Nicky Booth. Um Then we had Kevin Evans, the legend. So, he's a two-time silver medalist at the Commonwealth Games, one of probably the best heavyweights out of Wales that's ever produced. He fought um, one of the top Cubans and lost on a split decision, I think, in one of the world championships and got a medal there. Um, Who else do we have on our team? We had uh, Selby Brothers out sparring partners for us. So they were out as our our sparring partners out there. Brilliant. Um, And uh, yeah, it was just, it was good. And obviously we mixed in with the English lads. So we spent a lot of time with like James DeGale, Frankie Gavin, uh, you know, we all pretty much stuck together. The British did, to be fair. And, you know, over there, and yeah, it was just one of the best times uh, I've ever had and, and since in terms um, of competing and in sports. But I had a nightmare out there. You know, I didn't know too much about nutrition. We went to Thailand, right? It's a funny story. It's a sad story, but it's a it's a funny story at the same time. So we went to Thailand. Our training camp was warm weather training in Thailand. Obviously, boy out there, prepping us ready to go to Australia. But we had scales out there. So it said to me <clears throat> on the scales, I was 69 kilos. So I'd lost my weight. I, I was bang on weight. So I thought oh, I could enjoy like a bit of food there. Like I to you know, some Sundays, I was having some desserts after training. <clears throat> but when we got to Australia, we realized the fucking scales were stone light, weighing a stone, light. <laughs> <laughs> Typical no. weight, isn't it? Fucking honestly, right? So then I got there six days before and then I was like 76 kilo. So I we went in, and my my pit, with the test our piss and stuff. Is like, it was I was so dehydrated, and I said, and the, and the guy goes, oh, so you only got kilos so losing the middleweight division? I was like, no, mate, I'm in the fucking welterweight division, 69 kilo. He's like, you ain't mm-hmm. making 69 kilo, no way, not in a safe way. <clears throat> so then I spoke back to the coach, said, can I go in the 75s because he's saying not to make the weight, here. it's gonna be dangerous and that. I didn't know much about weight cutting and stuff then. He says, oh, no, you can't, you you're in the welterweight division. So on the morning of that fight. I was I, I I was fighting in the afternoon at two p.m. on the on that same day when I woke up at five because I had to wake up. I knew I had weight to lose. I had three or four kilos still to lose that morning. So I, had to, I was running around the track in the Olympic uh, Village. I was uh, on the bikes. Was in the gym. Was in the sauna. I was literally skipping ten minutes. The weighing in was like at one p.m. or something. You fight pretty much straight after. Um, so I literally just about lost the weight an hour before the fight and i was absolutely zonked that fundu madura now i was winning that fight until the last round and then the last round i couldn't stand off my t- uh, stool. I stool I like not in my legs my legs gone absolutely weight drained and weight cutting was you know massive valuable lesson there but i was absolutely good because I, I was actually tipped to win a medal there and um yeah a bit, bit, bit disappointing that but like i say you live and learn from these mistakes and mm. that was one I, I i then had to learn how to cut weight properly and learn how to look after my body and that's when i thought educate myself and that's how i become a personal trainer now and help people lose weight so
1: i know a lot about yeah, yeah. you know helping people cut weight and stuff how is the yeah. how is the how is the culture out in australia oh, I love, I, yeah I, they love the
3: sports out there Aust- Aussies they love the sports you know um mm. so when the, i don't know what it's like for a civilian and stuff but that you know wherever we went like they knew we were part of the come games we got looked after everywhere we went so it was really really good um yeah, the culture. I, I definitely moved to bloody Melbourne. It's an amazing country, amazing city, absolutely amazing.
2: You went to South yeah. Africa for EFC as well, though, didn't you? Yeah, South Africa, the best food in the world. South Africa, yeah, amazing. What were you eating? What were you eating?
3: Oh, everything, everything, mate, everything.
2: Absolutely. I have yeah. a nice, <laughs> I have a nice picture of you in an EFC, wearing something that regards EFC. Actually, Aussie, you might want to take yeah. a look. Come on, and let's have a look. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah,
2: EFC, yeah. I know, I know. Students, hold students love... yes.
1: Hold on. Dad, I, I, me too, uh, right? Yeah. Hold on. Right. <laughs> why why are you in the Everton top? you United as Well, I don't actually support United, to be
3: honest with you, mate. I wear United trackies and United yeah. football gear because my dad gets all the
1: gear from United yeah. my dad gets all the fucking mm. stuff from Everton yeah. you know, they give him all the, yeah. so it's just yeah. training gear to me, just, you know? I don't really just,
3: follow just football so the, as much as no
1: Just so the viewers know, your dad is footballing legend, Welsh footballing legend Wrexham, Everton, Stoke United, Mickey Thomas just for the yeah.
3: viewers. Yeah, so yeah, he played football uh, for a lot of good teams and stuff and uh, he played 58 times for Wales but didn't turn it probably for like 30 of them <laughs> Never be off turning up. Just, my says, was mad like that, you know. He's, you know, he's he's a wild man of football. He was at one point. I think they call him the wild man of football. Welsh football." I was How is, dad? He's good, mate. He's on the mend now, yeah. so he's just gone, he's yeah. just gone to Portugal. So yeah, he's, he's just recovered from cancer and stuff. So, oh, he's, you know, he's he's done great. He's done great. So luckily he's fit, though. You know, he's ke- he's kept his health all the way through. <laughs> uh, the doctor said to me, "Goes, you know, Mick." I can't really tell you you're going to survive because we can't tell anyone that but you've got mm. a hell of a chance because your body's like a 40 year old you know you've looked after yourself and mm. that's going to put you in good stead to fight this and that gave him the confidence then as
1: well though to you know fight this cancer and he did he, he did it like he did it he was good it was good to see him on ellis james's program on uh football nation on bbc he did uh he did some interviews on there with ellis james so it was good to see him talking about the old days yeah. as well uh, it was good to see him man sorry chris uh, i've jumped, jumped sorry, to I'm, a, I, I'm
2: just gonna pump some um comments in just so they don't get all naggy with me so i'll just throw some in uh, there's a few more questions for azzy as well if you want to read them the on this be
1: reasonable want... Hi, yeah regular regular viewer good rambo another regular hello chris and stew you got a hell of a sean connery <laughs> impersonation yeah Thanks, we went mate. off we went off kill we went off kill the other night as the uh, powered four ultras were going do it saying all sorts of stuff hi Stu you and Chris Brent. yeah it's Azzy, assie Thomas with us today Lewis Lewis Hello, up mate. in Fulkirk, up in, in Scotland there in Fulkirk. Mark Lloyd do you think fighters look at these youtubers and scratch their heads about having a promoter when these guys promote themselves and seem to so? Azzy, the floor is yours on that one
2: there's a two parter yeah, like, as well
3: yeah, like like I said before, these lads are doing what they do and they're making money and, they, and they're and they promoting themselves and it's just the way the world is today. Society is like society is for me is a very weird, weird thing right now. It's like like that to me the fake fighters, right? I'm gonna say how it is, the fake fighters. You got someone in the UFC say that's in the top ten, right? He's probably getting paid. He's probably done this all of his life and nobody knows who he is he's probably getting paid ten thousand dollars to fight ten thousand mm-hmm. to win or something stupid like that and then these guys come along and make 1.7 million good on them don't get me wrong but that's just the way society is now it just seems to be like if you talk a little bit of shit, it doesn't matter if you can fight or not and you're on youtube you're going to make a lot of money and that maybe that's these thing that fighters need to do more, is become more of a personality. I don't know. I, I don't know where it is, but it doesn't seem right to me. That just I, I don't know. It doesn't sit right with me. But it is what it is. These guys make money, and good luck. Good luck to them. That's all I'm going to say on that.
2: I have, uh, yeah. I, I said. I said just to shoot a few times though, and I, I still think uh, mixed martial arts fights, especially in the UFC, need to be making more money, considering what they're putting out. Um, I, I looked at the new deal they had with Venom, and it wasn't that much different to Reeboks um but, you know i mean but venom i've lost you
1: there, venom he's just saying about the venom the venom deal now that reebok don't you know um the merchandise side but venom are a combat sports brand aren't they more so they're yeah. gonna be more, more more in tune whereas reebok is a full sports brand isn't it yeah,
2: but they my argument is that they, don't, they still don't get paid enough you yeah. mean you look at is he's fight is he's fight on the weekend he only made was it 440 yeah four hundred and forty thousand. You know as a champion i just think that yeah, these sort of fighters who are putting their lives on the line and their livelihood and spending all this time training for a fight should be paid a lot more personally
1: we got any uh, more like- comments
2: ah oh, we have um this yeah ref, uh, it's wrong isn't it there's it is it's wrong it's
1: mad he should be on more money than that adesanya
2: it's ridiculous I, I just think, you know, pay pay 10 million to John Jones versus Ngarno. Um, I want UFC to stick to where they used to be. Is they used to give us fights, and now they're arguing over pay and we're we'll, we'll letting fights slip away. You know, the likes of silver and GSP and stuff like that. Letting fights like that slip away. Yeah. But here's, here's one Brett, for. Top,
1: I think. What does Azzy think of Eubank Jr.? Is he all. We've obviously got an end piece to this uh, sentence, haven't we? All talk. Is he giving. Uh, is it all talk, Chris? What with, with um Eubank? Oh, yeah, I think just go with that, as he, uh, you yeah. know, what were your so, thoughts on Eubank Junior as a fighter? Yeah, actually, actually, it was five years today for my mate Tom Doslin
3: uh, Doslin Duran, uh, my old teammate from him. Uh, yeah, for the British title, and Duran was a good fighter, guys. You know, I sparred a lot of rounds with him, very, very good fighter. But um Eubank, what do I think of him? I think he's good. I think he's good. He's he's you know he can't he can't um, knock his uh, boxing ability. I think he's sharp. I think he's fast. He's tough. You know he, he wants to fight. You know the, the best fighters out there. Um, yeah, I think he's I think he's a good fighter, man. I got a lot of respect for him, and he's good, good, uh, good technician. You know, I, do, I don't think he beats Billy Joe Saunders. What ha- what happens to him now? I don't know whether that fight happens, but I don't think he beats Billy Joe. I think Billy Joe's our best super middleweight
1: right now. And like Eubank Eubank Jr.'s down at uh middleweight now anyway, isn't he? Went down. What's that sorry? He went down, he went down a weight, didn't he? Uh Ubank Jr. He's at middleweight now, isn't he? I think he's maybe does down, he feel yeah. feel he's yeah, yeah, he's come from super middle. Um he beat he beat the gale. I'm sure he beat yeah. the gale, didn't he? Uh at super, but then he's gone back down. Uh yeah. Brett Thomas, I like this Assy guy. He's honest. Well done, sir. There you go. There you go, as does azzy think boxers could promote themselves after seeing success of the polls given logan has made more than 98 percent of boxes in 2021 yeah i think that's
3: what fight last i was saying before but it's like it's what society is now i think it's society wants i don't know it's just, it's just like i say it's just weird but I, I, it's weird isn't it it's like mcgregor did it best mcgregor self-promote even though he was fighting for the ufc he was promoting himself you know like he he was The UFC at one point, most people tune in to watch UFC We're watching Conor McGregor. You know, he switched people onto MMA, which is great. It brought, like, I don't know, the casuals into, like, uh, you know, watching UFC and and brought many more fans. I think MMA is definitely growing, and that's going to be down to the fighters themselves. As a boxer, as a fighter now, you do have to promote yourself. You have to put yourself out there on social media if you want to make the most money. Depends, though, if you're fucking shit up, and you can do the, uh, you, you let your fight and do the talk and you're going to get to the top eventually anyway. So mm. it all depends, you know, you can be a mediocre fighter and get loads of money though as well. So what are you doing the sport for? Are you doing the sport to make money? Or are you doing the sport to build a legacy and and, and fight for what you you started the sport for? Paul Logan and that, they're just doing it for money. You have to understand that there's a difference. You know, fighters are doing it because they want the prestige titles. They want, they want recognition. They want respect, you know. Uh, these other other guys the two brothers are doing it for money that's it that's would it. you it's like different. would you
2: like to see anderson silver versus logan paul i'm assuming you watch anderson silver against chavez on last weekend yeah
3: he's really fucking good you know what i think silver has the style to do boxing you no know, obviously he's 46 now but if you went back 15 20 years ago if they took it serious he could have definitely been a high level operator i believe I, I
2: i i was dead impressed with him as well so, blue, mean, I, so relaxed yeah you know That
1: wasn't, that wasn't a split decision, that. No.
2: They were just catering,
1: they were just catering to Chavez Jr., you know, 60th fight, 60th pro fight. That was bollocks. He he beat him. How how that judge can give, uh, give it to Chavez Jr., I was failing to see. Rambo, I won't ask which is harder to train as MMA is so well-rounded, but what is a harder camp pre-fight in terms of conditioning, boxing or MMA? Good question, that Rambo.
3: Wow. Um, Yeah, it's it's a difficult one. Um, I'm going to say MMA because you've got so many different aspects that you need to prepare your body for, you know. Um, But like you say, it's it's a hard one because you've got to be fit. Whichever sport you're going into, combat sport, you have to be at your peak condition. You have to time it right. You can't peak too soon. You can't peak, obviously, too late. You've got to get it right. But um, if you're training for an MMA fight, like I say, you've got to get leg conditioning in, you've got, you know, the wrestling in, wrestling is the hardest sport in the world. Out of all the mixed mm-hmm. martial arts, wrestling is the number one hardest sport in the world, right? Yeah,
2: But you've, if you could have go back it now and, and you start an MMA, but you something you would do is go to a, a, a camp in America and learn the, call it the, call it the, the, the collegiate wrestling before anything else.
3: Yeah, if 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 I'm choo- or if I'm choosing a background to start on, if I want to start MMA, I'm going to choose wrestling. One hundred percent. You look at the champions now; most champions made now yeah. from a wrestling background. It's
1: the basis. Yeah, it's all o- the it's basis.
3: O- over- t- it's overtaken jujitsu now. Remember mm. UFC one? It was mainly the the Gracies. They were just twisting yeah, people. Royce, Royce no one knew what yeah. to do against them. You know, it's like it's a mm-hmm. different thing. But once you get a good solid wrestling base, you understand submissions and where to position your head. Um, you know, when you've got your strikes included, wrestling's number one, 100%. And I'm a boxer, you know, I'm, I'm from a boxing background. Mm-hmm. But I would uh, I'd definitely say wrestling.
2: Unless you're Francis and Garnett, obviously.
3: Oh, unless you've got power like him. Yeah. Yeah. Different, <laughs> different ballgame then. You have to hit him. Those big guys don't really do too much wrestling, do they? They're just they're just units, aren't they? Just one hit off them guys. It's the same in boxing, isn't it? You know, you land a good shot in boxing or MMA from the heavyweights.
2: It's a good night, Vienna. Mm. I'll crest. Chris there is a, a a quick one from rambo for your dad i think well there you go assie yeah. yeah yeah thank you mate um, um hello rachel, rachel. yeah hello hope ah, right. you hope o- you well rach and apparently this is what i'm called now in the
1: chat chris connery yeah you did yeah, it well thought... actually you did that voice well shaking not ah. stirred but I-, I won't i won't do that i was uh, shit at ah. that. rambo what did you make of Audley Harrison's latest comments that if he was around in, in this day and age, he would have been undisputed champion? Guy, coward at most, fight, said he is a boxer with sweet science. He wouldn't have a cat and L's chance in that heavyweight division now. It's more yeah. stacked than it's ever been since like the 80s and 90s, 70s, 60s. It's the yeah. best it's been. It's best it's been in years, isn't it, has he? Yeah, but yeah. Audley, Aud- Audley Harrison, has he. How does he get on? Oof bad day in the office for him yeah yeah him Dave, versus
3: david. uh wilder be, yeah yeah it's bad fight bad fight bad fight david yeah, i don't think he does very well at all you know he don't, he's done amazing obviously he won a world not world title he won a uh yeah. olympic gold medal that's no mean feat at all but yeah the professional game's totally different he didn't really see it did he No, i don't think he uh he had he quite had
2: it unfortunately for him Okay, um I I think that's it for
1: now. We can carry we can crack uh, on. Chris, have you got anything to ask before I go in with with a question for Azzy?
2: Yeah, I was gonna ask, I've watched well I am finding it hard to find your EFC fights. So I I've had to go through like at the countdown that give me two two of your fights you had previously before you fought um Pierre Boyard. Was it Boyard? Bofa. That's it. Um Both for, yeah. you, you fought Boyd Allen, who was the former February champion in your is it your first bout in the EFC, was it? Yeah um and i was just i was really impressed and i think um you're really unlucky in that fight uh, for what i could see from what they showed me um if you yeah. would have beaten him would you've gone for the? well were you been given the favorite title shot after that yeah definitely 100 percent. i was in line for it um before the last fight as well
3: but uh they brought me over there though i'm gonna be honest they brought me over there because he thought he was gonna kick me ass because he's um the hometown favorite over there you know that he's well looked after um, he's actually a nice guy we had a bit of banter before but I was we were only using the banter to promote the fight to be honest yes, it's all handshakes behind closed doors you know when you see it it was a, it was a bit of banter between us but yeah good guy he was a great fighter he's probably the best sharpest fighter out of boxing mm. and MMA I've ever fought he was so fucking sharp he was so sharp Um he actually went to boxing um after that fight I, I hurt him in that fight I don't think he's ever been hurt like that yes you did um, I put him down you know it was a weird one because like i say he was definitely looked after the referee definitely looked after him because um the first i put him down and then i told him to get up and he didn't get up so i thought right i'm gonna go and finish it so the mm. referee stopped me and then i was like what are you doing like and then he went to pull up his socks he had like some socks on like some kind of sock ankle thing and he's yeah, trying to yeah. that like to buy himself time and i was like try to finish the fight and i've gone and the referee stopped me again like when you like that, those are vital seconds. When you, when you've been hit with a hard strike, well, I don't know if you've ever been hit by a hard strike, but if I explain <laughs> it to you, <laughs> the, the, the missus
2: when she slaps me. Yeah.
3: Well, the second, it's, these millimeter, these seconds are very, very vital. You can, you know, finish the fight uh, and he's obviously a fit lad and he recovered off that after that. But like at that moment
2: in time, I think the fight was, should have been mine really, you know, it was, it really was, um, dodgy because he'd listened to the commentators they were quite baffled as well in the situation like what's going on because yeah you 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 put him down you uh he, you went for the went to go in the garden he? and you come out and then he sat on his ass pulled his his ankle socks up and you kept on trying to go in the referee was pushing you back so yeah. yeah it was very very strange but at the same time as you did really well in that fight considering you yeah. know it's a new promotion did you have much scope on the guy before you went there
3: no like i said i don't really focus too much on who i'm fighting i just i just take bloody fights and i'm 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 just happy to fight people you know it's like if i focus too much on them then i can talk myself out of fighting and lose confidence and build, oh, oh he's got a great job oh yeah. he's got great right and you know what i mean so i don't i try not focus on that too much um i knew he was obviously decent i knew he was like their top boy i knew all that um but what i didn't take into account for was the bloody altitude so it's the same, it's the same venue Lennox Lewis got knocked out in against Rachman. Rachman Yes, R- yeah, has Ratman? Yeah. Yeah. Rachman yeah. yeah, R- got out there a few weeks before Lewis did. And um, I don't know if you've seen that fight, but he looked gassed, didn't
2: he? Mm.
3: Mm. And and I understand why now. Um, so yeah, the, the altitude definitely played a part in that fight. Because in the last round, I was really I've never been so tired in my life. I had no energy. I, I just felt, you know, felt like I had nothing left. It was weird. It was a weird feeling. Like, but then I got an altitude tent. After that, I got my um, sponsored pipe by uh, So I slept in an altitude tent for the the, the two fights. So but it helped. It helped. You know, it definitely helped me breathe better and recover quicker in and during the breaks and the rounds.
2: It's sort of like when Cain Velasquez fought Perdue for, for the title, and they went to Mexico, and Perdue the went mental. there.
1: That the was went-
2: mental. That was mental. That was. The dude went there for a month before, and Kane went down there, I think it was a couple of weeks off, uh, weeks before the fight. And Kane yeah. was obviously known as Cardio Kane, wasn't he? He was a monster. But yeah. in that fight, you had nothing. You could see yeah, the altitude destroyed him there as well. I was also going to ask you about Cage Warriors, because obviously everyone knows Cage Warriors who watch MMA in the UK. It's the platform to your Bellator's your UFCs, uh, your 1FCs, your PFLs. How come you only had two fights in Cage Warriors? Was that just what the that they give you or was there a reason no, behind it
3: I, I had a fair few uh fights left on my contract but around that time they kind of went bust they kind of like went off i don't know if you remember it they kind of yeah. like went out yeah. away for a couple of years and like i was getting stale so i was like i need a fight you know i'm i was like you know late, I'm, I'm i started mma when i was 31 you know so it's like i started late in my career so um i needed to get a move on so yeah I couldn't wait around too much to see what was going on there so I just moved on and um yeah got a few more fights and then got got HD management signed me up and a management team and then they looked after me from there they got me all the fights so I had some good um
2: good management team I also saw you had a scrap and I, I have to be right there wasn't it was n- against uh, Nick Brennan in the Corn Bay Leisure Center I was doing so because that was on YouTube and I looked and I looked at the background and thought I know this place yeah and I was just like oh okay good that kick my- as well for the window
3: yeah that was mad because uh it was not long after the Mario seed fight i think so um i lost by a dq the man, up kick and then i went by a knockout for the up kick um yeah that was actually my own show so i was doing promotions back then so right um,
2: okay
3: yeah I, I ran that show i ran that show and uh, it was a good little show back in the day they were quite busy but you know they were really good popular shows so yeah that know, was
1: fight. Was actually... sorry what? i was carry on i'll ask you after carry on mate
3: yeah it was actually uh, a good little fight good little tough opponent for a home show um Mick brennan he took me down with yeah. some uh with some good wrestling but the up t- uh, the up hit was there he just came in with the overhand right and i just seen him coming i just had yeah you saw it just reaction um yeah he was out like a light it's kind of it's kind of yeah it's kind of funny because I, I i i didn't ask them to fight me i got another guy who was promoting with me at the time to you know sort my fight out so he sort that side of the thing. So I obviously I can't say, Oh, do you want to fight me, mate? So I get the, mm. the, the promoter to sort out the opponent. But the next day, my mate obviously went on the piss and he was meant to get them back to the uh the ferry the next day. So no one could pick them up, and the only person who could pick them up was me. So I had to go and pick him <laughs> up the next day. And a bit the
0: fire,
3: I, so <laughs> I've knocked on the door and he's opened the door. I said right, mate, I to pick you up. <laughs> it's
2: a bit awkward, that really. yeah. It's isn't
1: one it? of the most awkward things I've ever, like you know do you um do you fancy promoting again dipping your dipping your toes in and doing some promoting do some yeah. shows
2: yeah
3: 100 percent.
1: i
2: mean sure i'll do commentary for you as well <laughs>
3: <laughs> that'll be that'll be uh that'll be click yeah, that'll be class yeah definitely i think you'd be good do a good job lads to be honest no um yeah you, I'm, I'm doing i do fight promotions down here in wales still now and again the last one was yeah really 18 months ago uh it's called um market mayhem so it's in canada which is a local show but it gets all the local talent out get them a bit of feel for fighting in front of crowds and stuff and we sell out we get like seven eight hundred people there amazing amazing on the local
1: for a local Um, show here in north wales to do their numbers um, is amazing
3: unbelievable mate, unbelievable we do really good you know we put on good shows we put the fights on that people want to see though locally you know it's like say for instance the hardest man in you know, Carnarvon versus the hardest man in Coen Bay, you know, these are the fights that people <laughs> want to see. They put it all on the line and they get it on, you know, that's what it's, you know, rather than... The, I go to a lot of shows, like, and it's basically some guy that's won 30 fights is fighting someone that's lost 80 fights, you know, it's, yeah. and they're top of the bill for a shitty title and then tell everyone the British time. It's just like, it's like going back before, this is society we live in now with, like, Jake Paul and stuff. And it's like, hmm, oh, oh, bullshit,
1: do you know what I mean? How how is it in terms of uh, Paradox the gym and then yeah. obviously ha- Hammer Hammer which is obviously the MMA team as well how has it been since reopening you know the pandemic's played havoc for you and it's obviously you train you train so many off. people at Paradox yeah. here in here in
3: the North Wales yeah my PT's a bit as busy as ever but um my fitness class has gone right down but my fight class has gone right up so it's kind of like it's weird how it's worked but my during the lockdown I, I was thinking to myself i need a new goal i've like done this training thing now for years help people lose you know loads of weight help loads of people um but i want something that's a bit more fulfilling i want to get someone to the ufc i want to train someone to get to the ufc locally from north wales no you know it's not it's not been done mm-hmm. yet so i want to be the first person to train someone from north wales to get to ufc
2: there's a lot of good influx of uh, Welsh fighters coming into uh, Bellator UFC now as well, though, which is, is really yeah. good to see. Um, uh, Brett Johns I thought was really good. I was a bit of a bit of shame he went to Bellator, but obviously I can understand the money is better for certain fighters. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I've been Jack Shaw's been really good to watch. I've been, you know, really impressed with the the, the level of, of the fighters' skill sets that have come up into the UFC.
3: Mm. Yeah,
2: yeah. Wales are really on a tear right now. Um,
3: Richard Shaw, like his... his, his um... His gym's flying. They've got some great fighters. Just seen it came up on my um, screen then, a message. Uh, Pedersen just choked out Lewis um, on Cage Warriors just, and that, that was a big fight. The two make, uh, Lewis making his uh, debut today and just got choked out in the first round by Pedersen, who's uh, from, I think from Artillery, He was from down South Wales anyway. So that's a good win for him, another Welsh lab there winning. So yeah, Cage Warriors is going on right now, I think.
2: Yeah, I think they did uh, a free it's a trilogy week, isn't it? Uh,
3: Thursday, Friday, yeah. Saturday. Connor I did Higgins watch. fighting, my teammates fighting today. Connor Higgins, a great guy. Hopefully he does well as well. So,
1: uh, yeah, hopefully what, he does well. What would be your tips for guys that want to be, go into MMA? Obviously, you're training a lot of the young guys locally here, and we've got some good prospects, as you say. But what would be Azzy Thomas's tips in terms of combat sports, wanting to get into it, mindset, headspace? You know what you're going to have to have as a basis what be yeah. your top tip what would be your top tips for youngsters and maybe older people that want to have a go if mm. you
3: want to take it serious prepare to sacrifice absolutely everything or don't bother if you want to you know be honest you've got to go sacrifice if you want to be a proper fight a real fighter, i'm talking to grow professional have to mm. sacrifice everything be prepared be prepared to you know lose a few friends not going out on the weekends be prepared mm. to upset your missus because you're training all the time mm. you know these things like you know a lot you don't know, have to all prepare to get a missus that understands where you're coming from and understands your goal because you know i've seen so many guys in the past in the train i've got lads there that could have been you know ufc potential. i've lost them because of relationships which is sad you know their girlfriends didn't agree what they do and, you know oh you're spending too much time in the gym and mm. oh sorry i also can't come i've got to spend some time with missus i'm like what do you want to be do you want to be a fighter what, what you know because if you You've got to sacrifice these things, unfortunately. And, you know, they don't, they're not prepared to do it. I think um, in the cities, though, we've got a lot more lads there that do sacrifice these things. That's why I think we find it hard in North Wales. We, they're a bit more hungry in the cities, I believe. Hmm. But yes, be prepared to sacrifice and prepare to train hard. And, and, you know, it's not an easy sport. If you're doing it for money, you're doing it for the wrong thing, too. You've got to do it because you love the, love the sport and you, and you love fighting, you love scrapping, you love competing and you love just getting better at the mixed martial arts that's you know and then maybe money will come after but yeah just getting it for the right reasons don't do it for the wrong reasons and prepared to sacrifice
2: it is that a selfish sport though isn't it a lot of fighters have come out and said it's it's, it's a selfish sport you have to be selfish cutting yeah. up chris i'm cutting up i can hear you now. um i'd say it's a, it's a selfish sport a lot of fighters have come out okay. and all, all said it's a you know it's a selfish Stuart's it's going to take over um how come like you never do or well, not how come but did you ever try ultimate fighting maybe in when you're running hard
3: um I didn't I didn't go for the fight I, I did look at some trials at one point but no I just think I just didn't fancy it didn't fancy couldn't fancy.
2: 60 weeks six weeks in that house with some nice guys <laughs> no yeah, just,
3: yeah yeah I didn't fancy doing it I just didn't just didn't no, I just didn't I weren't up for that kind of thing
2: no, that's fair enough that's fair enough I just,
3: I just wanted to do it the hardware I just wanted to go and, and just fight and
2: that way well you've done a good job so far you know yeah so hats off yeah. to you
3: got a couple more ah. fights left yeah so we'll see where we go we'll get this fight out of the way in september and then see what promotion i can get on then there's a few promotions uh asking apparently so we'll see
1: well, good luck to as- you all the best with that as look forward to seeing you back in there man doing doing what you do best absolutely yeah. Um, where can the viewers find you in terms of social media if you want to plug paradox paradox as well just yeah, yeah. Plug, plug away plug away man
3: so Paradox Please. health and fitness on facebook follow give me a follow on the, uh on there and you can also find me at the results coach on instagram got all the boxing videos on there, training videos so i help people out doing skills and stuff on there you see what we do and a few of my fight training uh videos on there and that's where you can find me guys yeah
1: Perfect, perfect. Chris, any anything to add before we go?
2: Oh, thank you for coming on. Um, really, really appreciate it. Um, I want we, when we started this, um, I didn't want just you know big guys who are, are well established, didn't I wanted to get the local scene in. I wanted to get what we can get in the UK to people to come on because I think you know people need to see the UK MMA as a global. So I, I, yeah. and I'm really, thank, I'm really thankful for you to come on. And anybody else that you have that wanted to come on from your gym, we'll happily you know interview them too i want to get the word out for everybody locally you know
3: yeah i'll definitely get some guys on um and give them a shout and um i got some good i'll give him a shout now actually got uh kyle jones is fighting on the same show as me he's fighting for an amateur title mm-hmm. he's fighting uh the number five in the country i believe so this is a great fight for him i believe he's going to go far he'll be on cage warriors the next 18 months guaranteed and i've got a few other up and coming lads that are going to be uh you know on it on a tear this year so yeah, look out for our Hammer North Wales team. They're going to come up this year, and we we did really well just before the lockdown. We fought an Almighty. We had six lads fighting on a top show, and we had the most wins out of all gym. We had six, five wins out of six. That's good. So um, you know we, we weren't expecting to win many fights, but we had the most fucking wins. So mm. we're on a on a good tear right now, and uh, all the lads looking dedicated, right? So in the next eighteen months, keep an eye out for us guys. Definitely, good, definitely.
1: Good stuff. Good stuff I had coming coming up, man. Absolutely. Our guest today for this live special episode of Big Fight Weekly has been Azzy Thomas. Nine and three in pro MMA, four zero oh in pro boxing. ABA, ABA Welsh champion, 2006 silver medalist in the British Championships in boxing, and he also competed at the 2006 Commonwealth Games in Melbourne, Australia. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm sorry before is, I go. Before I go. Coach and owner of Paradox and part of Team Hammer as well in MMA. I think I've done everything there, i awesome, Have I covered everything? Thank you. <laughs> thank you
2: very much, Aussie, mate. Much appreciated.
1: I'll save this uh, program for you as well, guys. I'll get out there too. Cheers, man. Cheers, Chris, mate. Just, plug, just plug, plug for episode 19 on Tuesday as well. Sports Social Podcast Network.